0: Hey, I'm Sheena, former miserable corporate attorney turned full-time calligrapher and creative entrepreneur. I used to feel like I was living my life for other people, and now I am more true to myself than ever. And each week, I'm sharing a short but powerful lesson that I've learned on that journey. So if you're looking for a way to get more creativity and possibility into your life, you're so in the right place. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Sheena Show. So it's uh, October 10th as I'm recording this, 2023. We're into fall, even though it's regularly like 80, 90 degrees here in Long Beach, still <laughs> during the daytime. But the evenings are nice and crisp. So, um, and I have been for the past couple of weeks really deep into planning out and developing the curriculum and figuring out exactly how I'm going to teach my upcoming launch your profitable product bootcamp. It's really exciting. I love, this is my favorite thing to do. I love creating new curriculums, like thinking of ways to teach something that is big and complicated, like putting out a product for sale, (laughs) choosing it, pricing it, um, marketing it. Like there's entire, I mean, you can go to Business school for, I don't know how many years it is. Three years? How long is business school? Whatever. You can get an entire degree on these things, right? And I am sitting here going, okay, how do I teach this in the simplest, most effective, most implementable way for you guys, my students, the people who, you know, have learned some calligraphy, gotten good enough at it, you want to start a calligraphy business. Maybe you have even started selling, you know, and you just kind of want to. Take you know, ch- be better at you know choosing and selling and marketing and really putting yourself out there. Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be so great! It's con- gonna be a live seven day boot camp. That you know has these little pre-recorded videos, but each day you get a specific thing to work on. Um, you get a workbook where it has all these kinds of you know questions, and it guides you through the process. Um, I will be doing live Q and A sessions to answer questions. We'll have a community where you can you know share what you've been working on. It's going to be awesome. And this episode today is comes directly out of what I've been working on to teach. So what I'm going to give you in today's episode is sort of. It's like a pretty meaty preview of one of the days in this Launch Your Profitable Product Bootcamp. So it's day 1 and it's the pick your product day. How do you choose? I get this question all the time. Like, I don't even I don't know what to sell. I don't know what my niche should be. I'm so overwhelmed with all the options out there. I have so many ideas, but I don't know which one to choose. I'm really hoping that this the CUD, C-U-D, product formula. <laughs> I like that it, I like that it, the acronym is CUD because it's like a cha- a cow chewing her cud. It's, I, I, I like my acronyms to be funny. Like my other, um, you know, formula that's very kind of people are like, oh, that's brilliant for how to do pointed pen calligraphy. Like how to actually use the nib is A-R-S, which stands for ARS, like a pirate, <laughs> I'm like you might, you might as well make it fun, man. It doesn't all have to be serious. Anyway, the CUD product formula. Um, I just kind of came up with this, and I think it's a really helpful framework for you to think through any new product that you want to, you know, try putting out there. So I am going to go through that with you today on this episode, along with some real life examples. Um, but first, I want you to. I want to invite you to check out crookedcalligraphy.com/business. I'll remind you at the end of the episode as well and I'll put it in the show notes, but this is where you can read all about this boot camp that I'm developing, the Launch Your Profitable Product Boot Camp. The cool thing is I am it's going to be part of my calligraphy biz starter guide course. So if you already have the calligraphy biz starter guide course, because you bought it, you know, you got it along with the pro calligrapher bundle that I sell or you maybe you bought it you're a student of mine and you kind of bought it separately. Great news. You get the boot camp and you get to do it for free as part of the starter guide. Yay! You know how I love to delight my my students. Um and for those of you who don't have the calligraphy this starter guide yet, the more awesome news is that I'm selling it separately for the very first time and it's coming with this live boot camp. So so much amazing news, and it's going to be an incredible price, like way less than you think. So crookedcalligraphy.com slash business to check all that out and get on the wait list. Now, let's get into the CUD product formula. CUD, C-U-D stands for clear, unique, and doable. So picture this as a Venn diagram right? You know, with the circles and they overlap. So it's three circles, clear, unique, doable. And you know, the, some, the two circles, each of the circles overlaps with its neighbor, but there's one area where they all three overlap. And what you want to aim for with your product is the, the middle section where all three of those overlap. So let's get into, dig a little bit further into what each one of these is, because it sounds simple on the surface, but keep listening because as we kind of dig in a little bit deeper, you'll realize, oh, there are maybe little adjustments I can make to products I already have out there. It's really a good way to analyze whether a product is going to work for you and be profitable, right, and bring you money, which is what we want ultimately from our calligraphy businesses. So clear, number one. This means easy to understand by your potential customer. Like they get it immediately. They know what it is. They can picture it in their lives. Um, They understand right away where it might fit in, where it might solve a problem for them or fill a gap or fulfill a desire. That's what I mean by clear. Okay, I'm going to go through unique and doable, and then we'll kind of, you know, get back into how we can, um, you know, up the ante on each of these factors. Unique means there's something about it that sets it apart. It's not, if it's not unique, if there's nothing about it that differentiates it, then it just becomes a commodity, right? A commodity is something I, in economic terms. I don't know the official economic definition for it, but I understand it to be something like, you know, sugar. You buy white sugar at the grocery store. You don't really care what brand of white sugar it is because white sugar is white sugar and you just go for the cheapest one, right? So that's where unique comes in. It adds that point of differentiation. And then the final one is doable. And doable just means something that you as the business owner can actually accomplish and it works for you and your business. Okay. So those are the three circles. Let's get a little deeper into each one. Clear. So easy to understand immediately, the potential customer looks at it and says, oh, okay, I get it. Now, this might seem obvious, but I see this so much in um, especially beginning calligraphy businesses where you offer something, you know, to your potential customers and it's just, it takes a little bit of brain power to figure out how exactly that might fit in to someone's life. So for example, I, you know, Get asked a lot of DMs and questions about you know how to do calligraphy business. So I I will go and check out other people's um, Instagrams, you know, who are trying to sell their calligraphy and just you know to try and give them some advice, see what's going on. And something that I see often is a calligrapher who posts on Instagram just like like a, a calligraphy word written on a piece of cardstock, say and it's just the word, it's like love or belief or whatever the word they is, word, you know, of the day. And they just write it on cardstock. And then they post a picture of that word on the cardstock. And then the caption or the Instagram profile says something like DM me for commissions. Okay. You might think that that is a clear product, but I actually disagree. Because when I look at that from a consumer point of view, I look at a piece of cardstock with a calligraphy word written on it, it takes me a little bit to figure out how that's going to fit into my life. Like, I don't, I'm not quite sure how big it is. i I'm not sure if where I'm going to put, you know, a piece of paper with one word on it. I'm not sure if, you know, can can they do a, a larger piece with a whole quote on it or some song lyrics? It, does this come in a frame like you know w- w- what do i do with this and when i say clear i mean like instantly the potential customer knows what it is and how to use it if there's even a smidge of doubt if there's a little bit of confusion if the potential customer has to exercise any brain power the most likely thing is that they're just going to they're just going to keep scrolling right because there's so much In the world to try and capture our attention, that even the slightest bit of confusion leads to people kind of clicking away from what you have on offer. So sometimes you can have a product and making it clear is as simple as just like giving some context. So, for example, that piece of paper with a calligraphy word written on it, you could write, you know, make it a name and then put it, you know, into a frame as a sample and have it hanging above a baby's crib and have that be one of the photos. Suddenly, the potential customer understands a lot more easily. Oh, that's what that is. Okay. I, my ba- my friend's going to have a baby. I can have you write the name in pretty calligraphy and put it in a frame and give it and it can be go above the baby's crib crib as artwork. Great. Now it has become clear, okay? So do you see how the product hasn't changed? It's just the way you present it, the context that you give. So a couple other examples, like a blank wooden board. If you, you know, put some key hooks on it, suddenly it's a key holder, right? And you can put a name on it. Or um, digital calligraphy, I can do, you know, write a word in digital calligraphy for you. If you then present it as, hey, and then you can use that for your website, say, or for your business cards or, you know, something like that, then it becomes the context is is much more clear. Okay. So that's clear. Unique. There's so many different ways that you can make a product kind of stand out, be a little bit different. Um, You know, materials, using something a little bit special or luxury, right, or unusual, Um, the colors or design, that can make it stand out. You can add a touch of extra, I don't know handmade or craftiness by adding maybe like handmade ribbon or a wax seal or um, you know little ears. I'll give you an example later, but something like that, right? But I would say that the easiest thing you can do when it you know when you have calligraphy as a as a skill set is to add some sort of customization or personalization. That will make a lot of products kind of stand out from the crowd because then the customer can say, oh, I can write whatever name I want. I can, you know, have it be my wife's name, my sister's name. It can be really special and bespoke. That's an easy way to add uniqueness. Sometimes it's not enough, you know, and of course, this is something you got to really think about as a product um, designer and as a business. But, you know, that hopefully sets you in the right direction. Doable. Doable kind of encompasses a lot of things, not only that you can create it as the business owner, but that it is, will actually be profitable, will actually make you money. Are the expenses and time that go in way too much for what you can, the price that you can sell it for, right? That's one kind of sub-factor to consider. Um, Is the lead time, is is getting the materials really tricky? Um, is, Is it really likely that you'll make an error. For example, if you're writing a 90-word poem in calligraphy, the chance that you're going to mess that up at some point in the 90 words is way, way higher than if you're writing a 10-word quote, right? Um, Does it have like multiple finicky steps so that you have to go through a lot to actually get this done? All of those factors go into the doable category, and that's really something for you to assess as the business owner right? What materials you have access to, how much time, what tools, all of that. Okay. So hopefully you are clear on kind of, you know, clear, unique, doable. You know now what those three circles are of the Venn diagram. You can start to see how, um, okay, a lot of products might meet two of the criteria, but not the third one, right? In all sorts of combinations. So that's what I'm going to walk you through next, just to give you some concrete examples. I'm going to tell you about my first really successful product in my calligraphy business, and and then walk you through some failed ones <laughs> so you can kind of understand the difference. So my first successful product was sweary greeting cards, and it did take a little trial and error to get a, the particular kinds of sweary greeting cards that actually sold. For example. <laughs> One greeting card I designed very early on said, Oh, bloody hell on it. And I thought it was a really, the calligraphy was kind of, you know, cheeky and bloody hell. I thought was a really funny quote and you don't see cards with that, you know, very often. But the thing I, that I've kind of failed to discover or failed to think about was that, Oh, bloody hell. Like what kind of a, what kind of a, an occasion <laughs> is that greeting card for? Is it a I'm sorry card? Is it a just, oh, the world is crappy card, right? It was, it was not clear. It didn't fit in really easily into a potential customer's life. So, you know, what I found was that birthday cards, happy fucking birthday, shit, you're old, right? Um, Congratulations occasions where people are clearly used to buying a greeting card and you know they know that it that's exactly what it's for those were the cards that sold the best so you can see here how the sweary birthday or congratulations greeting cards they met all three criteria clear unique and doable so clear again just instantly recognizable and understandable that that's you know, what it is and what occasion it's for, unique because of the sweary words juxtaposed with the calligraphy, and doable, you know, and I chose it exactly for this reason because I could, in the beginning, print them out at home on a home computer, and I intentionally made them just black and white. High contrast, just white cardstock, black you know, printer ink, no colors, because I wanted to be able to print them at home. So you can see how, how, like, even with the development of this product, I was thinking about these three factors, you know, making the phrases more clear, making, you know, the design so that it would be more doable, and then adding in the sweariness and the different calligraphy fonts for the unique factor. And those greeting cards they did great. They sold really, really well. And they were a great way for me to kind of get my foot in the door of business and get people kind of recognizing me and buying from me. Okay. Some failed products that I tried <laughs> because of course I have them. Um, once I found the, these like really nice kind of 20 by 20 inch squares of paper at Michael's and I'm like, oh, this would be great to do calligraphy on. So I just did, wrote some phrases on them and spent a long time photographing and styling and posting them. And like nobody bought those. I don't even remember the quote that was on there, but I think it was just, it was not, um, it was not unique enough. So it was maybe, it was clear, okay, it's a piece of art, you know, it goes on the wall and it's, you know, doable for me as a business owner, but it just was not a unique proposition for the potential customer because it, you know, it's a phrase that they didn't choose. I don't know who would be into that. Anyway, that failed. That didn't sell. Um, I once got into selling mugs, like just white plain ceramic mugs, and I chose the phrases hell yeah and hot mess. And I thought they were really clever and they they sold somewhat, but, you know, so they were clear. Everybody knows what a mug is and what the use is. Um, they were unique because they had my calligraphy and kind of a cheeky phrase. I would argue they were not quite, I could have made them a little bit more unique by choosing... A more special base mug. I chose, because I was trying this out for the first time, I chose like the cheapest possible just like plain white ceramic mug. I think if I had chosen a more stylish mug, maybe with like gold foil on it or something, then um, that would have been much more unique. But the main thing here is that those mugs were not doable for me. I had to order them in bulk, like I had just hundreds of mugs, um, they were heavy. They were annoying to package up and ship. It just, I really quickly realized that they were not a doable product for me. And then let's, okay, one more example, um, monograms. So early on in my calligraphy business, I designed these sort of sample monograms. It was, it would be used maybe for like a wedding. So, you know, two names Kind of written together with like the initials and you know some vines. You know what you you can look up what a monogram is. So I posted some of those on my website, but these were doable for me. They were fun to design for sure. They were unique because I you know kind of put my kind of calligraphy spin on them, Um, but they were not. Looking back on it, I don't think I made them the most clear. They were on my website, but I didn't give any context for a potential, you know, bride or groom to look at and say, oh, that's cool. We could totally use that. So what I would do now is give more of that context, like, hey, you can take this monogram once I design it, and you can put it on your invitations, and you can put it on your thank you notes, and you can have it, you know a wood sign laser cut with the monogram and hang that behind your sweetheart table. You can, there's all sorts of you can print it on your goodie bags. You can do all sorts of things with a wedding monogram, right? But I was not making that clear enough for my potential customer. And therefore I, I sold none basically. <laughs> so there you go. I hope those examples kind of, you know, help you to see this in a much more tangible way. Um, how a lot of products will fit to one or two of the criteria of the cuD criteria but you need to hit all three and then of course I hope you kind of see that there's degrees to which you can do this right with even develop within a single product you can tweak things you can add things you can um, present it in different ways to really make those factors met clear unique and doable. So I'm going to close this out with just one more set of examples that I hope will kind of bring this home. And these are examples like from my, from my students. I've watched, you know, over the past uh, six, seven years, a lot of my students get really good at calligraphy and then start to sell things. So every around the holidays, um, uh, my students kind of share in the Facebook group, like, oh, I'm starting to sell these. I'm starting to make these. So I thought, it was would be a really good example to just talk about a single product customized holiday ornaments and i'm going to tell you about three examples from my own students that were really successful and why so customized holiday ornaments right they're just they're one kind of product but first example so one of my students chose these really beautiful I don't even know how to like matte ceramic ornaments and I think she hand painted them maybe in kind of a matte paint with like a gradient on it and then she did the customization so she would write people's names on the ornaments in pointed pen which is so, I'm like wow you got that to work that's so admirable <laughs> Um, so she actually used her pointed pen and it, the calligraphy looks really delicate and those sold like hotcakes she, she like, totally sold out of those. Okay, second example of a customized ornament um, I've seen a student do is one of those clear acrylic ornaments, but with, like, a house, kind of a line drawing of a, a house on it and then the family's name. So that added to the uniqueness, obviously, right? Um a student figured out how to take, you know, like a photo of a house and really kind of reduce it down to its lines and put that on an acrylic ornament. And they made these really gorgeous keepsakes that you kind of didn't see anywhere else. And then third example, uh, again, customized ornament. But this student, because she she was a crafty person. Um, It was really cute. She shared a photo in the student Facebook group, but she put like a unicorn horn. (laughs) So she took like a white kind of glittery ornament and she put a unicorn horn on it and then some like unicorn ears. And then those little like sleepy eyes (laughs) or happy eyes. (laughs) Like I think they were stickers or maybe she drew them on and they looked adorable. They were not just a, you know, plain holiday ornament. It now looked like this little unicorn creature. And then she wrote the name in calligraphy on the back. And those did amazingly well as well. So I hope you see from those examples how you can kind of up the uniqueness factor even within a single product. I hope that this whole episode kind of breaking down those three factors, clear, unique and doable, makes this feel makes it feel like, okay, maybe I can do this. Maybe I see, I kind of, maybe if I've sold products before, I kind of see how maybe I could have made them a little better. So they sold better. If you've never sold products before, maybe I hope you're seeing that, like, okay, I, the way Sheena's breaking it down, maybe I could actually try this out. And if that's what you're thinking, then you gotta check out this Launch Your Profitable Product Bootcamp that I am currently working on and that I'm going to be doing sort of live with a group all together starting October 22nd. So it's going to be like the last week of October, basically. We're going to be spending about like a couple weeks, but it's seven days of like actual lessons with some time to implement. But I broke it down this way so that each day you could tackle something very specific. So... Picking your product, right? So the CUD product formula is just part of this. So picking your product and then pricing your product so it's going to be actually profitable for you. And then listing it, figuring out, you know, do you want a low-tech option or a high-tech option so that people can actually order and and give you money? Um, What else? Marketing, marketing your product, very important. How to talk about it, how to sell it without just, you know, the dry details, just in a way that's engaging that people will actually pay attention and want it, um, how to photograph. So all the th- little steps that you need to actually push a product out into the world and start selling it, I'm going to walk you through that. So go check out the waitlist at crookedcalligraphy.com business. The doors will open next Monday, October 16th. Oh, so many dates. I can't even keep track. But if you're listening to this podcast, as it comes out, the doors for my Calligraphy Business Starter Guide plus Launch Your Profitable Product Bootcamp, the doors will open Monday, October 16th. I hope you're excited. This is the first time that I've ever sold my Calligraphy Business Starter Guide course separately. People have been asking for it for years and I'm finally doing it. And I'm doing it because with the addition of this Launch Your Profitable Product Bootcamp, it really is that much stronger of a course that will actually get you taking action. So crookedcalligraphy.com business. As always, I, thank you so, so much for listening. Come over on to Instagram, crookedcalligraphy.com slash, no, instagram.com slash crookedcalligraphy. Send me a DM, you know, just. A quick note, send so I me mean, a quick note saying this podcast has been helpful i I'm so happy every time I get one of those comments because this podcast honestly i I love doing it. I just really like I think this is my format. I just like feeling like i'm talking to you all and just imparting knowledge and wisdom in a way that is nuanced and you can kind of hear my voice and I can explain things and give examples like it's just so different from social media it 's even different from email. And I am so glad that a lot of you are enjoying it and spreading the word. So that's it for this episode. I will see you next time on the Sheena show. Bye, everyone. Oh, you're still here. That's awesome. That means that you like the show, right? Thank you for listening to the end. And I want to ask you a really quick favor. Could you take two seconds right now, literally right now, to just leave a rating on this podcast. And if you're feeling extra generous, write a one sentence review. It really helps more people like you to find this show. You are awesome. I'll see you next time.